Warning! The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive. If you do... Up yours! That's only if you don't listen to the podcast. Otherwise, not up yours. Did you know the Untitled Wrestling Podcast is on all of the social media outlets? Give us a like, follow, share, subscribe, or even a review if you're feeling generous. Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Twitter, Twitch, and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. It is Tuesday. You know what that means. It is, as we record this, the day after Revolution. We are all very tired. <laughs> I think it's safe to say I'm joined by by a very flagging Faye and Jay. How's it going, guys? I was in the office at eight o'clock this morning. That did was you, super yeah, fun. But you, did you fall asleep? Because like Discord went very quiet by the end of the pay-per-view. Okay, so I fell asleep. Uh, no, but I only fell asleep halfway through the Brian match. Oh, fair. Okay. I mean, yeah, but that, so was like, one hour, that, that was a one-hour match. Well, actually, it was a 70-minute match by the end of it, but, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it I, was I like, fell asleep, Joe. <laughs> by the end of, by the, end really of the show, it was, it was just me and Sarah texting Discord, even though we were sat next to each other on the sofa. And, like, I think everyone else has fallen asleep. I think Ryan was talking. Ryan was up to be fair. Yeah, Ryan. Ryan was reacting. It was just Sarah and Ryan. Ryan watched an AEW pay per view, which is wild. Well, he watched. He watched like the Rocks match and then zoned out and then came back for the main event. Ryan does watch AEW pay per views. To be fair, I've, mm. I've watched okay. a few of them. Oh, okay. And this had some of Daddy. Sorry, boxes. Ryan. He doesn't watch. He doesn't really watch the weekly tally. He doesn't watch any weekly tally now, does he? Just watches GC Dub. But he, put, he puts Raw in the background. Yeah. Put some on in the background. So yeah, how how is everyone? How is everyone's how is everyone's Monday? I I woke up at ten and then went and handled hazardous chemicals, which was hilarious. Um, I'm good. I just feel like even though I'm wrestled out, I'm already ready for more wrestling. Oh yeah, we, we I mean we 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 watched so much. We we were just engaged with so much wrestling this weekend, didn't we? Like probably too much. Yeah. I think yeah. is no. I I think I'm like still on like an adrenaline high. <laughs> but that's it. I'm, I'm, but I'm, re- I'm really hyped for Dynamite now because of what happened mm-hmm. last night. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I had the way to book the day after off work, um, so I spent the day honouring the House of Black. Yeah. As as uh, as, would be as is custom. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. So as what was to be expected? What we're gonna do today? Then we're gonna we're gonna sort of this is a bit of a bit of a, a revolution special. We're gonna we're gonna sort of have a quick fly through um, AEW this week's AEW stuff. We're going to do a little rundown of the revolution card, give our opinions, um, give our sort of scores and stuff. I mean, we're not Meltzer, are we? No stars. Um, <laughs> Can we talk about Ring of Honor as well? Oh god, we've got to talk about that as well. Fucking hell, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we'll start off with yeah, We'll start off with like all the miscellaneous wrestling that that, that wasn't. We're not going to do um, TNT. TNT or anything like that because we're going to do a special on that coming up later this week. Is that amazing that it needs its own? It needs its own show. All 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 you need to know is Big Fucking Joe is the greatest thing in all of human history. And I got actual people blood Big on. Fucking Joe killed them. Big, big fucking Joe. I mean, if I hadn't spoke to him at the end of the show, I would have assumed he was dead. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I saw Tommy with like a lot of puncture marks in his face after <laughs> yeah. the show. He was very happy. He was. He was. He was very. He was very. Um, what's the word? 
he was very happy to be there. He was very, he was delighted oh. that, that, that I said I enjoyed the match. He, he, he looked like he was about to like do a happy cry, which was real nice. He was, Tom, he's so nice, isn't he? He's such, a lovely, terrifying. he's such a lovely man, yeah. He, he was so polite. And um, Cole Ryder. It sends up most deathmatch wrestlers are like the nicest wrestlers. Yeah. Literally and, sweethearts. And um, no spoilers, but Cole Ryder ended up smelling like a chippy tea, which was lovely. Actual, uh, actual um, Friday night dinner. Cole actual Ryder. battered sausage, Cole Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> and Sarah hugged him. Sarah bought an autograph up at the end and hugged him, and she said he was very salty. <laughs> yeah, I put, I put my arm here and end up like moving it immediately <laughs> it's like oh no that's all vinegar like, let's just let's just leave that there yeah look out for that later in the week we're going to have some in-depth um review of tnt's entire weekend uh, we'll also get yes. uh, dj king on as well to give us a little rundown and he'll preview his show that's coming up the weekend as well so yeah keep an eye out for that coming up later um but yeah let's move straight into so oh, i was gonna say are we doing ran- random Elsewhere, random first, or we... uh, yeah, yeah, we'll do. We can do random stuff before moving to A Dub. Yeah, if you want, if you've got anything to throw oh, there, in. There was, there was a big, there was a big thing that happened in GCW. One new tag champs. Oh, motor seat machine yeah. guns beat Los Makisa. My boys. After Alex so, Shelley, Alton go through a door. So this happened while I was playing D and D last night, and I, I was DMing and I lost my shit at like mid session. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, uh, but yeah, so much. So the Machine Guns are now triple tag team champions. Now they're um, Impact, Champ- Impact, Impact champs, Mad. New Japan Strong champs, and they, GCW champs. They've lost the Impact lost ones. Lost Impact ones. Oh, have they? Oh, boo. They lost the Impact ones. That's so they can get the uh, <coughs> AEW yes, ones uh, instead. The Bullet Club. The <laughs> oh, Bullet Club is real. Bullet Club featuring a surprise yeah. wrestler who no one saw coming, being the leader now. Do even though I said like literally last week, yeah. But when it happened, yeah. I said I was I'm about to sure say that's literally gonna... it, yeah. yeah no, 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 nobody saw that. Coming. That was that was an absolute swerve. <clears throat> not that yeah, it's been um, done a million yeah, times before. The uh, other noteworthy thing from GCW this week was, um, we got some just, just bangers really. Eligo Del Van Vikingo defeated Alex Zane, um. Drew Parker wrestled his last ever death match. Didn't he miss the Sad show? Was, wasn't, he, wasn't he not well? It, no, he got pulled from the second show because John Wayne Murdoch did a murder on him. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Wow. Because John Wayne Murdoch, like, brain-busted them onto a ton of tubes. Fair, um, okay. <clears throat> John Wayne Murdoch, like, yeah. is this going to be your last match? You're damn right it is. <laughs> and then just murdered them. Um, and John Oliver had a really good match with Alex Coughlin from the... Uh, New Japan Dojo, which is worth Jordan Oliver, who's coming back to TNT Wrestling. Oh, I'm so yeah, excited. the JCW champion. Yeah, Mr. Jersey himself. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're basically the. Oh, um, also, Rini Yamashita, Yamashita versus Casey Kerr for the Ultraviolet Championship oh. was an amazing death match. Go check that out. Oh. Didn't you say, um, um, did yeah. you say Speedball turned heel as well? Speedball did turn heel. Um, he had a really fun match with Shane Mears earlier in the night, and then they're doing a cross-promotional show with IWS. I think it's called... Un- I think it's literally called Unfucking Sanction, the show, mm-hmm. um, in Montreal. Uh, so they had, like, a little invasion angle with, like, all these, like, wrestlers from Montreal. Mm. And then Jordan Oliver came up to, like, try and break it up. And then 
speedball kind of like played the peacekeeper and then as soon as he like talked the GCW guys down he got like a, a piece of a door and just like twatted Jordan Oliver over the head with it fair yeah poor baby and Jordan then his Oliver. wife was, his, his wife was on commentary for the next match and they were like Who was just like did you know about that I can't talk about it. <laughs> I'm bit between that and like Renee just being chill backstage. I'm really into like wrestling wives just like no selling the the husbands doing horrendous things. It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, like Renee, like Renee was like uh, on the pre-show um, for which we'll talk we'll, we'll, we'll gloss over in a bit on the pre-show for Revolution. She was just chatting to RJ City about the um about the the death match or like the text death match, and she's like, oh yeah, I think both these guys are going to find this quite therapeutic. And it's like, no, Renee, yeah. your, your husband's going to kill a man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah also, two matches that I'm going to be trying to check out this week, which just, just like curiosities, really. One of them's on Fight Plus and one's on IWT, IWTV. Um, the one on Fight Plus is at the Revolver Drip Show, uh, Kashida versus Jonathan Gresham. Yes, oh, please. Yes. Yeah. Um, and... Um, the one that's on IWTV is um, a West Coast Pro match. Um, well, there's two actually. Titus Alexander versus Nick Wayne in a TLC match because I saw a spot from it and it looked fucking insane. Um, yeah, I'm there and for that. Also, also, Speedball versus Timothy Thatcher because yeah, just murder. Yeah. When I was when I was chatting to Ali um, on Friday before the interview. She said, um, I was chatting to her about, I was telling her about Pudding Christie, and she was like, oh yeah, you know Nick Wayne should, like, he should probably be like two inches taller than he is right now, but because he's been wrestling since he was like 15, his spine's like not grown properly. Oh my God. Yeah. That's it. No, what's so right? Like, a relatively decent size. Yeah. Ali Cat gave me some great advice um, in terms of why I shouldn't show Matthew um, death matches. She said, "Because we don't need another Jimmy Lloyd in the world." <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that's and then, fair. And then Raddy Daddy was like, "How old is he?" I was like, "He's twelve, but he's like thirteen. He was like in May. He was like, "I watched my first death match when I was thirteen. He'll be fine." And Ali was like, "No." It was so funny. We don't need another death match, fuckboy. <laughs> we already had we already had one this weekend. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, but yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. That's any, 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 any other bits and pieces, Jay, from your from your wrestling bucket of knowledge? Ring of Honor? No, there's... We'll talk about Ring of Honor separately, don't worry. Yeah, we'll okay. talk about Ring of Honor separately. Uh, there was a New, New Japan show. Um, uh, I haven't seen anything that happened other than the copy and paste and um, David Finley into Jay White's position. We found another... We found another white guy with a funny voice to, um, but it's not... to be leader of Bullet Club. But it's not... Um... It's not a ELP. That makes me sad. When's ELP gonna get his? I, That's what I know. <laughs> ELP was a fucking menace. To be fair, actually, the there was this was like the start of the New Japan Cup. Okay. So David David Finley knocked out um, Tomohiro Ishii and Shota Umino knocked out Yujiro no. Tagahashi. Oh god! So I thought you meant David Finley, like. Just made a for no reason. Does this mean we're going to get Finn Juice in the Bullet Club? Because they, because like I mean, he betrayed, because like Finn Juice are in the Bullet Club. Yeah, wild. Uh, one thing I, I don't think it's really newsworthy, so I'll throw it in here. Um, obviously, One PW have started announcing sh- um, matches for their next show in Doncaster, 
Um, it's they're doing a lot of um, world championship tournament matches. They're having a, like a title tournament. And the match they announced today was Martin Stone, the former <clears throat> Danny Birch versus Cara Noir. Oh, that'd be so good. That'd be f- to which I've said, yes, can Danny Birch eat the horse one? Yeah, you can. I'm going to see it <laughs> Probably. <live. laughs> so, yeah, that's, I mean, that's going to be a really, really good show. Like, Will Ospreay's back on it. Um, Bullet Club are on Bobby it. Fish. Bobby Fish is also there. Um <laughs> Oh, Lance Archer, murder bird. Lance Archer is there, yeah. The murder bird. The actual murder bird. Uh, yeah. So, should we do a little bit about Ring of Honor? Should we talk a little bit? About the ice? Right. To my to my deep shame, I still haven't seen all of this because like there was so much wrestling going on this week, I haven't had time to watch like all of it. I watched the first like hour um, on Thursday night, and then I had to go to bed because I was knackered. Um, so you I saw... see what happened with Claudio. I've seen it. Sarah made me watch it. Like she showed me it on her phone. Like because yeah, she knows who I am. So. <laughs> that's fine uh, but yeah it was it was. I, I I really enjoyed it Sarah had never seen a Ring of Honor like TV show before like I've seen and I'm sure you have as well Jay I'm not sure about yourself hey, me, I've me, seen some me and Jay we, I watched I don't I don't know you Jay, I watched Ring of Honor on HastyNet I watched Ring of Honor on Sinclair I watched like all the sort of different permutations of its TV show over the last couple of years I didn't watch it so much in that form uh, I did watch the HDNet stuff because that's when we got Kings of Wrestling versus everyone. Yes. Um, <laughs> and also Tyler Black and David Richards just going 40 minutes in the main event on a one-hour show. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like, okay. Uh, I, I, did, I did also used to watch it on the wrestling channel just to show me age. Um, when just that like <laughs> random random ROH like house shows and pay-per-views just like filmed on like a fucking handheld camera. Um, but I, I really liked but, how it yeah. all looked and how it was all set up. Um, obviously, the crowd were. It was filmed. Was it filmed in the in the, the, in, um, the Orlando. In, in the dark zone? Yeah, yeah. in the honor yeah, zone. The impact zone. In the, in the honor zone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, the crowd were obviously a bit more raucous. Obviously, this was a, a sort of a bit more of a prestigious. I think. I think it I felt like a, an indie show. Yeah, it, like, it, it, it definitely attracted a more hardcore crowd than like most of the Dark Thames. I mean, yeah. the, the, the fans of Dark Thames are fine, but these fans were rabid. Like, yeah, they were. Yeah, I think I think they kind of knew they were seeing something special. I think as well, Ring of Honor, because it has been around as like, well, it was it was a third company for so long, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it it does have kind of like a bit of a special place in a lot of wrestling fans' hearts. Um, I thought opening up with and also. Well. I was going to say the other thing that kind of like made me think well, maybe this is it and it'll it it definitely shared the dynamic of it was like NXT before it like I'd like all the colors of the rainbow do a sick on it well actually, uh, I, I, I saw a lot of people on a lot of people on Twitter like maybe newer wrestling fans were saying that um Ring of Honor felt a lot like NXT like 1.0 and mm-hmm. then yeah. everyone was like well hang on what do you think NXT 1.0 was trying to be yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah uh, I feel I feel like the kind of like structure of the show was a lot more like that than Ring of Honor, if that makes sense. Yeah, I really enjoyed how much time they spent on like I the backstage that. stuff. I, like how much, how, much, how much time they gave to like the backstage stuff. So like Tony Deppen got a promo, which was great. He got to read yeah, out his so little good. He, he got to read out his little his little thing about how he's gonna beat some of Joe. Um I thought I thought starting off with Mark Briscoe was a really good idea. It really sort of helped yeah. sort of set ground it and sort of, you know, got everyone this on side. Nice. Yeah. Spec as he's like the most over guy in the company right now. His his like thirty second promo on Dynamite this week nearly made me cry. Oh, it was so good. 
Yeah. When he's he talked about like, when he talked about like going down to the ring and like looking for Jay and he couldn't see him and it was like oh yes um but yeah like that match was really good um he um he sort of slim J was it slim J he thought yeah and yeah he, he like after the match he was like unconscious after the J and he just shook his like limp hand <laughs> and like <laughs> that was great I really enjoyed that um yeah it was just, it was just really really fun um I really liked um Sean Dean and Charlie Bravo's Charlie Bravo yeah, I thought they. I really, yeah. they, they, re- they really impressed me. Um, and their match with the Kingdom mm-hmm. was was really good fun as well. Um, I really yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah, I mean, I haven't even got to the, yeah. the really. I haven't even really got to the really good stuff. I haven't seen Takesh to be was yet, and that was apparently match of the night. Oh, yeah. good lord, that was amazing. Um, as was the New Japan World t- TV Championship match. Yeah, between... oh, that was excellent. Uh, that was so good. Like that, yeah, that, that that was real fucking good. That bit at the end where Zach was just like twisting him like every which way. And then was like, Brian, yeah. I'm the best technical wrestler <laughs> in the middle of the match. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Zach um, is such a fucking talent, but, isn't he? There was there was that bit where Blake um, like did the false brief flop and like Zach caught him in a cravat. Oh, and was just like, not today, yeah. darling. Yeah. Like one thing that's really impressing with Zach in the, over the last sort of six months or so is he's really fleshed out his his like character and his his like charisma and he's gone from being just like a generic like good wrestler to being like a, an actual compelling like really relatable character as well. My favorite thing is what commentators try and do when Zach Saber Junior is on as well. They try and name as many British bands as possible. Have you noticed that? Yeah. 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 I I I'd say with Saber Junior, he's he's definitely been like that charismatic for a long time he's just not as much of an opportunity to kind of showcase it mm-hmm. like he's always he's always done that in new japan and like he's his backstage like, like the promos recently hasn't he yeah but he's always done it he's just never got as much time whereas now because they're finally realizing <laughs> oh everyone fucking loves this guy yeah. and that they've not got as many sort of like near the top <laughs> of the card like fuck guys as they once had that they need someone to kind of like rise up and they've gone, oh yeah, this guy can talk and he can wrestle. Yeah, when's he going to win the G1? So, Dickheads, make it happen. Yeah. I think this should be here, personally. Make it happen, you Tories. <laughs> it's all Rishi Sunak's fault. <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. winning the G1 and then just running to down the street and just legging Rishi Sunak down the road. It would be fucking brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Cele- like, pay the nurses, Rishi. Pay the fucking nurses. <laughs> just like... Oh. That was a stellar impression, win. by the way. It really wasn't. It was. Um, Celebrate winning the G1 by stretching Matt Hancock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that'd be incredible. Turn it all his books on and just batter him like uh, Brody King used to do the derby. You know what else was really good? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, what on it? All right. Wheeler Utah. Wheeler Utah's little promo. Oh, that, that match is going to be really entertaining next really, week. Really, uh, really, really pretending that you're still a face. No, we yeah, are you to absolutely being like a mean, mean boy. Well, he, he basically yelled at Ian Riccoboni. Saying, Which makes you heal straight away. Saying, you, don't, you don't do that. Yeah, saying like he was the young boy of a... I think Riccoboni said he, he was like the young... junior. The junior That's of it. Blackpool yeah, Combat Club. Of Blackpool Combat, uh, Combat Club. And uh, <laughs> Wheeler was like, I'm not the junior member. I'm a champion. And like he, he issued an open challenge, and Timothy Thatcher come out. You know, just don't knock on the forbidden door, Utah, because bad things will come through. <laughs> um, 
So we're going to get Timothy Thatcher stretching the Jesus out and fucking use the next week, which will be glorious. Um, Sad Claudio noises. Also... Oh, God, give me Claudio versus Thatcher. We really want. <laughs> um, yeah, Claudio the bang with AR Fox. And after the match, we had a little surprise debut of Eddie Kingston. Oh, Edward coming Edward out today. Yeah, just saying to Claudio, I promised Mox I wouldn't do anything to it. TNAW, but we're not in AW anymore. <laughs> and it, it looks like that's going to be the main event of Supercard of Honor, which, oh, oh boy. Um, do, oh, do, and, it, do it, Tony. You can't put the belt on Eddie. Claudio refused to speak to Eddie as yeah. well. Mm. Like, I just got Claudio off the just laughed and walked off. <laughs> um, and the other thing um, that we have sort of set in stone for next week. Um, is Willow Nightingale is going to be challenging Athena? Yeah, uh, she called, called her out after a match with Lady she Frost. Beat, yeah, she beat Lady Frost, which is yeah, looks good. It was, really good it, it was a really good match. Um, and also Aussie Open are going to be wrestling against um against Rhett Titus and Tracy Williams. So that'd be fun as well. Oh, nice! That was a good promo. Is Rhett is Rhett Titus yeah, like? Kind of the, like, the, like is Red Titus the only person left in the foundation now? No, Tracy Williams is from the oh, foundation. Um, yeah, like uh, Kyle Fletcher cut like this really good promo. I was like, where the fuck's that come from? Yeah, it was so good. <laughs> I just like the Aussie yeah, opening, Mark- just getting on TV, which is great, isn't it? Yeah. Well, they're back in Japan now as well. Mm. Yeah, it felt like I blinked and like yeah. they were just like over the other end of the country. I was like, what the fuck? So yeah, Ring of Honor's back and it's more wrestling that we have to watch because it's quite good, which is quite annoying because it was if it was awful, then I can just be like, I, I don't have to do another hour of wrestling a week now, but now I do, so. It's two hours. Two hours. I mean, see, I only watched an hour and then went to bed, so for me it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, uh, I've had like no sleep this week. Like Everyone's like, you okay, Faye? I'm like, no, because I've, I've lost my Thursday where I nap where I have a good night's <laughs> sleep now. Because I watch Ring of Honor. That's it, like five hours of wrestling week. Is this what it's like to be a WWE fan? Is this what happens? Is this what it feels like? <laughs> no, because they they don't get much wrestling. They get like half an hour of it at best. Mm, fair. Ooh, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, what we might do then is take a little quick break here and then come back and do AEW and then news because there's not a lot of news and then we'll finish on <clears throat> Revolution because that's a, that's, a, that's a hefty segment, isn't it? I know that's what everyone's hanging on for, to, to know what we thought about Revolution. So I've got to, got to give the people that at the end. We've got to string them along. Got to you know, give the people what they want. Get that engagement. Yeah. So we'll start off with a little bit of a uh, bit of music then if you're on Jack's Radio. We can have a couple of songs before we move into the uh, the AW review. Uh, we'll start with some Gaslight Anthem, some Block Party and some Muse. <laughs> news. Okay, we're back. Um, should we do news straight away and then go and then just back all the AW stuff together yep. and sort of like squeeze it all up? Um, sorry, that's an that's uncouple yep, metaphor, isn't good. it? Um, so the, <laughs> the the top the top story really, I think, only came out. Well, it says an hour ago here on on, on the internet. Um, there's a rumor that um, FTR are actually under long term contract with AW. And the sort of this sort of teasing of um, going leaving the company or being dissatisfied has all been a worky work work. Which, to be fair, remember a few weeks ago when AW basically congratulated everybody on the match of the year stuff except for FTR. 
Yeah. And everyone's like, oh yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure our work. And then people were like, oh no, they come. And then like the, obviously some a small section of the internet were like, oh no, they're coming back home to WWE. Daddy Trips is bringing them home. And I was like, mm, is it though? <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is true. Um, but yeah, obviously, they all know what they. What's that? They all know what they're doing. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Daddy Dax has been a. Just, just take his fucking phone off him. Um. Don't let him tweet anything, and everything will be fine. Um. Anyone got well, any podcast? I know. I know. Um. Anyone got any bits and bobs you want to talk about? I've got um, I've got one about J- John Cena is voicing Rocksteady in the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated film. That trailer, oh, cool. there. yeah, alongside, alongside, amongst others, Seth Rogen as Bebop, Paul Rudd as Mondo Gecko, Post Malone as Ray Phillip, Giancarlo Esposito as Baxter Stockman, Ice Cube as <laughs> Superfly, Jackie Chan as Splinter. Giancarlo Esposito is um, as it was is amazing. <laughs> what a great cast and that is. Um, also, Rose Byrne as Leatherhead. So yeah, they've got a, an all-star cast for that. that. That's that's really awesome. Yeah, that's out on yeah. August. That's out in theaters August fourth in America. So that's uh, that's that's real soon. <laughs> that's John, coming out. John Cena is the uh, second wrestler to to be the voice of a uh, Rocksteady. Yeah, well, well Seamus, yeah. Hilarious. Seamus was not live animal. Yeah, but we don't talk about that. No, don't worry about it. Um, <clears throat> I've got Mercedes Monet has kind of like confirmed her next New Japan appearance, um, which is going to be the 8th of April in Tokyo for Secure Genesis. Um, and she's going to be wrestling AZM, the reigning stardom high-speed champion. Oh, nice. Yeah, um, but it's not. It's not. Well, it's not been confirmed yet. But uh, yeah, she basically said, "Oh yeah, that this is this is when I'm I'm doing it next." So she actually yeah. just to, just to expand a bit on that. She also said she's um, open to working some indies, as well as working with New Japan. Her quote from uh, an interview with TMZ Sports was. Quote, I'm putting the offer on the table for the list to see who's next. I want to see who's ready for Mercedes Monet because I turned down for nobody. I'm always here for the check. I'm always here for the bag. And whoever has the biggest bag is where I'm going to go. I mean, she is, I all, like about the, she is all about the money, isn't she? So, she is. like the money. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then this, this article, again, also seems to think that another new Forbidden Doors expected to be announced for this um, for this summer. I'm hoping so. I'm really hoping so. I mean, because Monet and Kenny have been teasing bits, haven't they, about doing a match? Um, mm-hmm. Well, I, I thought that um, I thought the like they'd already kind of verbally confirmed it was a happening, dude. And also, um, wherever it was that they're doing the event, I think it's the same place as last year. Put like something out saying uh, like saying it was on a certain date. All oh, right. Yeah, some people are saying June twenty fourth is is, is yeah. a, a date that's getting thrown around. So that, yeah, that was... <clears throat> that's what it was last time. It was June twenty second, wasn't it? I mean, we, <clears throat> we, what we really needed is Adam Cole, baby, to come back out and announce it. Like that's that's why they have me not to do it because Adam Cole's been on the shelf. So truth. Um. Yeah. Should we talk about some WWE two K twenty three DLC? Well, that's a lot of rhyming. 
couple of two, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah, there's, even though the games are out yet, there is also, they've already announced post-launch content for 24 playable superstars and legends. Uh, fan favourite superstars, Bray Wyatt, the OC, the Steiner Brothers, Zeus, Wade Barrett and Eve Torres headline regular content updates, which will last through August as part of a season said, pass. Have you just said that the um, fan favourites were the OC? Yeah. Yeah. Doubt. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's all there's also NXT ones, uh, Pretty Deadly, Tiffany Stratton. Oh, do, you want, do you want me to go through the whole list? I, I've, I've got them here. I've, uh, I've got them for- yeah. So first up, you've got the Steiner Row Pack, which features, which comes out on April nineteenth, and features Scott and Rick Steiner and basically Hit Row, uh, Top Dollar, Ashanti Adonis, and B-Fab. You've got the Pretty Sweet Pack. Um, so the, the unfortunate thing is, if you want um, Pretty Deadly, you also have to have the OC. Unfortunately, because they, yeah. they bundled them together. So it's Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Tiffany Stratton, Elton Prince, and Kit Wilson that raced NXT Pack. Fourteenth uh, of June, Harley Race, Ivy Nile, Wendy Chu, Tony D'Angelo, Trick Williams. And the Revel with Wyatt Pack, July 19th, Bray Wyatt, Zeus, Valhalla, Joe Gacy, Blair Davenport, and the Bad News U Pack, Eve Torres, Wade Barrett, Damon Kemp, Andre Chase, and Nathan Fraser. I, I can't wait for Aaron to wrestle against Nathan Fraser on, on a screen. No, <laughs> listen, right. I'll wait for I have... I got like I got like flashbacks to the NXT podcast with all of those names then. Like like it was it was awful. <laughs> it was like, it was like <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh god, oh god, something's... um so also season pass also features the My Rise Mega Boost, which includes an additional two hundred attribute points and supercharger, which unlocks all base game WWE legends and throwback arenas. I don't know what any of that means. <laughs> um, superchargers just like you know, you know the way you used to get like a cheat code to unlock everything. Yeah, now, now the cheat code is just now the cheat code is just the numbers on the back of your card. Now you got to yeah. buy it at DLC. Yeah, yeah, just put yeah. in them numbers and then press press buy and boom, they're there straight away. Unlock them instantly. Yeah. <clears throat> um. So yeah, yeah, that's if if you want them to buy, it, then that's um. I think it's it's out like next week. Two K twenty three. Yeah. It is. Like, damn, that's come around quick, hasn't it? I'm so, probably yeah, just going to wait for them to put it on the PlayStation Store again. Well, on PS, PS Plus. Yeah. I didn't I didn't even get 2K22. I didn't. I got it through PlayStation. I, <laughs> I, I played Troy's copy of it once. Um, Matthew and, is, well, Matthew's actually having, like, the best time playing it. But I'm hoping that once AEW games come out, he'll never, ever touch a 2K22 game ever again. Just getting a copy of the um, ECW game for N64. Well, here's the thing, is that I have my old CRT TV and my N64, so I might just try and find a copy of No Mercy. Oh, yeah. Got to to bring it right. Or you could back the uh, the, uh, Kickstarter for Ultra Pro. I'm also going to do that. That's going to be one of Matthew's birthday presents. We did an interview with, um, they've already hit their target. Oh, nice. Like the first target, but obviously there's Stretch goals. Yeah, um, we did an interview with Sam Bellaley, me and Troy. Uh, do go check it out because he's a very interesting fella and he's very passionate about what he's done and I'm really excited about the game coming out. Fair. Um, another couple of bits of news then before we move on to A-Dub. Um, the Bella Twins were backstage at Revolution. They were. Which is oh, no surprise because like, obviously... Um, Bree's married to Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson however you remember him um, and there was a Daniel. lovely picture there was a lovely picture wasn't there of like Renee Soraya and the Bellas with like all their kids just like hanging out 
can can I just talk about how like Soraya's new rivalry is with Nora? Like she just seems to hate Renee's child, and it's so funny. <laughs> That's a feud. That's is, she, is Nora an AEW original or is she um is she WWE? She's absolutely an AEW original. She's just like a tiny Mox. She's got like Mox's face. It's so yeah. weird. It's gonna it's be a uh... the original by that logic. Yeah. Oh get, god damn it. Getting up barbed wire. Does anybody like yeah, that's it. Drew McIntyre and Sheamus as a tag team or Ivan Nyland Ivy Nyland Tatum Paxley as a tag team? Because apparently WWE yeah. are planning to split them up because they hate tag teams. I like Drew and Sheamus. I thought that was I thought they were good. Yeah, but then the the internet happened <laughs> and they're not allowed <laughs> to be the thing anymore. No. The Banger Bros. They were too beautiful for this world. They were. They never even got they never even got the bus they wanted. <laughs> there, there, there is a team called the Bang Bros in yes, a, in GCW. In GCW, and when they come out, Emil says uh, they're, they're the tag team that you can't Google. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, um, speaking of teams breaking up, um, <clears throat> Cutie Marshall has officially confirmed the factory are no more. Sad. He said it was because of hate from finger from quote experts. Um, basically, basically, what he's saying is that I think he's saying the factory went away because everybody hated them. I mean, yeah. like they were good jobbers, though. But like the thing is, is that there's some people who are genuinely good wrestlers in the factory. Yeah, interestingly, and because they're in the factory, like it's like death by association. Interestingly, he tagged people in the tweet. He mentioned like keep your eyes on the guys. He mentioned Big Shotty, Lee Johnson, Cole Carter, Aaron Solo, and Nick Comarato, but not Anthony Agogo. Yeah, which we haven't seen. I haven't seen tit no shit about Agogo in like six months. I don't. I've not seen him on social media. I've not seen him on AWTV. Like I don't know where he's at. I, I, last, last thing I heard of him doing was progress. Yeah, I was about to say that's all I've heard as well. Is he still clawing his way out of the grave that Cody put him in? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Got that long lasting food with him, Tate. Anyway, so don't worry about him. He's still on Twitter. Um. Oh, he tweeted about Revolution, but obviously he's not appeared. Yeah, I was about to say he's still tweeting about it all, isn't he? Like, yeah. I mean, he's a Man United fan, so he's probably not been on social media for the last twenty-four hours. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Yeah, he's probably been lying low. Uh, yeah, he's just been—he's just been uh, tweeting. I wouldn't mind just... him, him coming back, to be honest. I think, yeah. I mean, he, he's got something, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's good promo. He's got a really good look. He just, he just yeah. needs to have an actual proper feud in the Indies he, on the UK Indies. He just without, needs without to get out. Yeah, he just needs to get away from the Cody verse. He's still yeah. stuck in like that black hole in the middle of the Cody verse. So yeah, Anthony Gogo's still around. Hopefully we see him back in AW at some point. Maybe as far away from the factory as possible. Um checking QTs. Do you reckon that QTV thing's anything to do with QT Marshall, or do you reckon that's just... I think he said it wasn't. Yeah. Well, yeah there, was a, there was a little video thing for that on uh, this week, wasn't there? As long as RJ City's involved in some capacity then, because he used to do the bump, didn't he? Yeah. I, RJ City? Yeah. Did he? Yeah, I'm sure he, used to, he was on the bump. Um, he, He'd been on it, and he did... Uh, um... he, he would be perfect. If, that, if, if, if this thing, if it's like a news thing, and it's just, if it's just Renee and RJ, yeah. then I'm down with it. 
the the best the best thing that he did when he was like knocking about in WWE was um called WrestleMania after dark. And it was I wanna say it was after the um after like the pandemic WrestleMania. Oh yeah. And it it was basically him and Stokely Hathaway doing like a sort of like like t- late night with Conan O'Brien show. It was fucking hilarious. Can we can we just have RJ just like um taking the piss out of like WWE moments? Can we have him and Samoa Joe doing commentary like under umbrellas? Oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> just give RJ City anything he wants. Yeah. He's so fun. Just give him, just give, just give him carte blanche. That'd be, it'd be great. Oh, he's, he's so good. Like his, his, I mean, his, um, his stuff on the Zero Hour shows that this, this week was phenomenal. Over the weekend, it was so, oh, so funny. He's, he's so, he, he's just like so like cringy, but in a good way. Like he's just, he, he reminds, he reminds me a bit of like Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. In like kind of like the way he delivers things and stuff like that. Um. Yeah, Max yeah. Caster has filed two new trademarks. Ooh. What are they? Um, Scissor Me for, ent- for merchandise purposes and Scissor Fest for entertainment purposes. Instead of Fan Fest, it's just him ra- rapping. It's just him scissoring everybody, yeah. Can I just interrupt this to show you this um, amazing PlayStation controller? Okay, yeah, that's an Adam Cole PlayStation controller. Although we all know Adam Cole's an Xbox guy because he plays Halo, so, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's good, though. Uh, if, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that in the in, in this news. Uh, if, if anyone who's not been following the AEW Arcade tournament or the arcade title, uh, Adam Cole came for Orange Cassidy with his custom Halo controller and fucking whipped his ass. Yeah, yeah. he did. Uh, as a man who owns that controller, I can tell you that it does help. Yeah, it was... Um, he Ma- the, the Halo one I got with like well his is the elite one isn't it so is mine oh is it yeah he got the Halo like Xbox didn't he he's got like the removable thumbsticks and everything and like the yeah it is I'm, I'm just, this is great for like the audio content but yeah <laughs> for, for anyone who can't who, who's listening along Jay is trying and failing to show us his controller at the current... oh, oh yeah it's got, it's got the like weird like sort of satellite dish d-pad Gorgeous. It's a beautiful thing. Um, She's beautiful. Right, should we move on and talk about some A-Dub then? Yes. Um, right. Um, we've got about... <laughs> we, can do it, we can do this in 20 minutes, right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. This, is, this is how this works. <laughs> I think we just, go, we just go straight for Revolution, or do you mean 20 minutes to do a, like that? No, no, we've, we've got 20 minutes to do, <clears throat> to do A-Dub and then half an hour to do Revolution. We can make that work. Oh yeah. yeah, totally. Easy, easy. So, oh god, <laughs> that, that was this week. Fucking hell. Oh, they've seen a lot of match. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Like, there's so much. Oh, there's so much wrestling. Oh god, I'm scared. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Orange Cassidy versus Big Bill was fun. Um, yeah, it was fine. Yeah, it was. It was fine, wasn't it? Danhausen did things. Yeah. Uh, Stokely pulled his cast off and hit Cassidy with it because it wasn't real. Yeah. He's a menace. Oh no, it was Hook that he did that too. Yeah. In the Matt Hardy Hook match, yeah. Which happened later in the show. All right. Um, We got a cool, like, Mox promo where he sat on the stairs, pissing blood. Oh, yeah, it was great. Oh, it was so so good. It lives rent free in my head all week. And 
and straight after we got the uh, the House of Black like surprise motherfucker in the elite taking the belt and stealing the belts. Yeah, taking them away to the void. You didn't take them away. The elite came out with them at the pay per view. No, but they had them in the promo afterwards, didn't they? Yeah, they was just left. Oh, them, yeah, like, they... was just left at the nearest Wendy's for them to pick them back That's up. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> left, left them in a the house to give Chris Jericho PTSD. Uh, right, next up then we have the Face of the Revolution ladder match. Act Andretti, Sammy Guevara, AR Fox, Takeshita, Hobbs, Eddie Kingston, Ortiz, and the debuting of Commander, who ran across the entire like length ropes. of the ring ropes and then dived into a load of dudes because he's a fucking lunatic. He's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen him wrestle for GCW a few times. He's unreal. Uh, Eddie Kingston and Ortiz didn't even take part in this match. They just fought each other to the back and I like, got a mad fight. Yeah. And then Eddie Kingston quit. Then Eddie Kingston quit AEW, yeah. Yeah, Sammy Guevara took Action Andretti out with the uh, the Jeff Hardy Swanton bomb off the ladder spot. Yeah. I mean, just 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 looking at the people left in this match, so you've got Andretti, Sammy, AL Fox, Takeshita, Commander, like that's Oh poor Takeshita. That's everything you. That's everyone you want in a ladder match, basically, isn't it? And then Hobbs yeah. is there to just yeet them all into the fucking sun. So you know, uh, Hobbs was awesome in this match. Yeah, um, it was. It was just Hobbs throwing people at people, which was which was really really good. That there was that really great um, blue thunder bomb as well. Could take actually off the ladder onto. Oh, uh, that was a war crime. So good. Um, yeah, I, I feel like uh, so Hobbs won. Uh, and then he kind of had like a stare down with Joe and Wardlow. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love this because obviously Joe and Wardlow are having a match at the pay-per-view and like Hobbs doesn't know who he's going to face. So he's just like, fuck it. I'll just like give both of you the evil stare. And, like, he sat shit. down on a stair, didn't he, while they beat each other up? Yeah. Um, I feel like this might be them trying to do like a bit of a reset for the uh, TNT title division. A second reset. Yeah. So get get the belt on Hobbs and then have Hobbs and Takesh the feud and based on the fact that they just had really good chemistry and Hobbs did cost a cash the match. He was the one who threw Takeshita off the ladder at the end. And yeah, Takeshita looked so sad. Was like staring him down after the match for a bit, wasn't he? Yeah. Um and yeah, it's just elevates two guys in, doesn't it? Um yeah. uh, Chris and then Jericho. We went backstage. Um Oh yeah. Because Chuck Taylor and Trent weren't weren't cleared. So Dan Housen says him and Orange Cassidy said they'll take the place and that Orange Cassidy has room in his backpack. Yeah. And then uh, Renee was like, are you up for this? And Cassidy's like, I don't care. <laughs> uh, yeah, then we had Jericho annihilating Pretty Peter Avalon in like three minutes. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, Avalon got a fair bit of offense in and then I think Jericho only hit one really move. Surprised. The only offense Jericho got in was a co-breaker. Yeah. I would have loved it if um, he'd have won that because can you imagine the gloating he'd have against him, Brandon Cutler on BCA? <laughs> It'd be perfect. Yeah. Uh, next up, oh, Ricky Starks came out and yeah had to go at um, Jericho. And then the Jericho Appreciation Society beat him down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like, oh, yeah, JAS can't be at ringside at the pay per view, but it doesn't mean they're not here now. And they all ran in and beat them up. Yeah. Surprise, so, yeah. bitch. I mean, you didn't see that coming. Um, next up, that lovely Hangman Page promo. Oh, yeah. Broke my heart a bit. So he's going to take everything from Moxley. And then we had um, Christian Cage and Renee having an interview. Yeah. Yeah, we got we got you the said, 
what he said, didn't he? He said he wasn't he wasn't um gonna come back. And he was gonna leave Jungle Boy alone, he was done with him, and then he said as soon as Jungle Boy said he was gonna win a title, Christy was like, No no no, I'm gonna win a title. <laughs> like I top mean, you know, We had um Gravekeeper, um Jungle Boy. The jungle Taker. Yeah, Jungle <clears throat> Taker. Yeah. Um yeah, after that we got Hook defeating Matt Hardy and at some point he's gonna get uh, I think it was a five minute match with Stokely Hathaway. No DQ and no DQ uh, match. And everyone else is banned from ringside. Yeah. That should have been for the buy in. I think that would have been very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh Matt Hardy had like a little grin after he got like red rum. <laughs> <coughs> it's been broken, maybe. Or woken, or whatever they're calling it now. <laughs> He's on the verge of breaking again, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, next up, then we have the House of Blackman. Yeah, with the holding the title belts. Um, Malachi Black said the elite. He said these these titles technically belong to you, but you've already lost. And then Julie Hart oh. said, "I'm going to change into my extreme goth gear. See you at Revolution." <laughs> That's exactly what she said. Julia Hartbig. Julia. Gonna, yeah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna run backwards through Hot Topic and just see what happens. <laughs> and um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Tony Storm versus Riho it was really really fun I really enjoyed this match yeah always good to see Riho back and she got the win as well on Tony with the roll up um, yeah it was a really fun I mean there was some fuckery from Britt wasn't there I love yeah. how Riho's thing is just like I'm gonna win like and you don't expect me to I'm gonna win like, by the power it, of sheer positivity and um, anime yeah the sheer power of anime um, yeah that was great uh, Keith Lee and Dustin Rhodes um Channeling the Muggle affiliates to a match. The other guy from Muggle affiliates is just very quietly fucked off, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Well, he got got attacked by Keith Lee, didn't he? Mm. In kayfabe, so because like Swerve was like, "Where's Trench?" What are you doing, <laughs> with Dustin? Swerve, the only person asking, "Where's Trench?" Don't worry about it. But I've getting more face tats. It's fine. <laughs> Probably. Uh, um, Casino Battle Royal was fun. Um... Of, Blackpool Combat a... Club being knobheads again. Yeah, getting into it with Dark Order. Um, so Dark Order, Blackpool Combat Club, uh, Roosh and Preston Vance, uh, Lucha Bros, Aussie Open, 2.0, Top Flight, The Kingdom, <laughs> and then Danhausen and Orange Cassidy, and then The Butcher and the Blade as a little, a little left retreat. Love that. Yeah. I like that they're making a big deal about Butcher and the Blade and Battle Royals because that one way butcher just like dominated everyone yeah um and Kyle Fletcher as he tweeted last week he's starting to get like a he's starting to have like you know a fucking complex about Battle Royals everything he thinks about him he's, he's getting nervous now <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah so it came down to Blackpool Comic <clears throat> Club Butchering the Blade and Danhausen and Orange Cassidy and Danhausen actually eliminated Butchering the Blade by himself to win yeah wild like Danhausen and the crowd went fucking wild for Danhausen. It was great. Yeah, uh, BCC got eliminated by Butch and the Play, didn't he? Because Dark Order distracted them. Yeah, and then well, didn't he continue to beat Dark Order as well? They had a big brawl up the stage. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Matt Taven and Mike Bennett accidentally kicked Maria as well. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. A lot of girls getting kicked in the face this this him. Don't worry about this it. Week. And yeah, then weirdly fine. for Dynamite, we finish on a confrontation, Promo. not on a match. Yeah. Yeah. Good so good. 
MJF was going to try and do all the head games again. Danielson just cuts him off. And <laughs> Danielson, I mean, Danielson's whole thing, he was just like, ha, 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 your fiancé left you. Yeah. And I'm going to say but, fuck live on air. And you're alone fun. now, and I'm going to kick your fucking head in. He basically said, um, the one thing MJF deserves is his fiancé leaving him. And Danielson asked if banging rats is what he does, and then said, that doesn't sound like someone I'd want my daughter to marry. Yeah. Um, yeah. MJF looked shook by the whole experience. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't speak, did he? He just came out and just stood there and like Danielson just he went, went off on him. He went to him and Danielson cut him off and we were just like just basically said that and MJF like looked like freaked out and like walked off. Danielson was in full like yeah, Danielson was just like it, 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 that goes off the whole build of this match has been like Danielson had to do all this crazy shit to get the match, he had to like, do all these all these other matches. And now this is like his reward. He's like, Yeah, I've got you for one hour of my time. Yeah, and I'm just gonna end you. And I'm going to, as 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 the card says, I'm going to kick your fucking head in. So good. Didn't say that. Uh, right, that was Dynamite. On to Rampage real quick. Rampage felt a bit less um, essential. Yeah. So it wasn't great. It was. I mean, it wasn't great. It was fine. It's always fine. Yeah, it was fine. I mean, we start. Match was good. We start with Top Life v Dark Order v Aussie Open v Blackpool Combat Club. You know, that's that's not a bad match. No, it was fun. It was uh, fun. Utah got the pin. Stole with it. The, with the, yeah. Stole. yeah. Stole it from the Dark Order, didn't he? But hey, it's fine. I mean, they're, they're going to have a proper feud now, aren't they, I think? I hope so. I feel like they could, if they wanted to, they could go into doing like blood and guts with the Dark Order and Hangman and then the Black Bull Combat Club. <laughs> There's definitely a way they could do that. Oh, uh, we had we had the uh, we had another match with the returning Rio. Yeah, against Emi um, Sakura. Against Emi Sakura. Well, this is a treat, isn't it? Jesus Christ! This is this what is 2019 AEW Women's Division. Yeah, yeah. This this was fun. Um, and Rio won again, so they're, they're really they're, they're really pushing Rio hard. They're building, I think they're building up some momentum to a. Uh, yeah, like up. probably getting Rio versus Jamie. Uh, Either the next champ, uh, battle of the belts. Yeah, I think that, that's yeah. a good Seems seems like if not, he could be building her up because obviously we've got like the trio of uh, Soraya, Ruby, and Tony. Yeah. Even uh, the odds. Next up, then um, Powerhouse Hobbs through Serpent going to low orbit. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Full uh-huh. murder. Um, yeah, born in like 30 seconds. I think because Sabendico tried to jump him, didn't he, on his way to the ramp and like he just literally bounced off him. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he literally did like a running dive onto Hobbs and just ba- literally bounced off. It was hilarious. Yeah. Um, Hobbs using the burn hammer as a finishing house feels like a war crime. Yeah, that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Um... Next, yeah, oh, we had a little bit of now. yeah, we had a bit of Takeshita story development, didn't we, with Don Callis? Been waiting for it, haven't we? Yeah, I mean they've already been the baseball together, so you know. And PWG. And PWG and the basketball. Um, Takeshita said he thinks he might need to go back to Japan since he hasn't won, and Don Callis is like, yeah, you need to. Uh... He said he basically he's all smart, and he's like, yeah, you know, try me, see what I can do for you. If it doesn't work, I'll drive to the airport, but you know, just give it a go. Yeah. And we have like a um, 
Kenny versus Brian custody of Takesh the match. <laughs> I'd be okay with that. And can, can Takesh go all evil like uh, Peter Parker does in Spider Man 3? Yes. Start doing, emo, start doing emo dancing. <clears throat> Blackpool Cinnabon um, Club. Yeah, we did, we did get that uh, aforementioned QCB and Mark Briscoe promo as well before the main events. <sighs> that Mark Briscoe promo was so good. Um, it was lovely. So that set up a match for the preview for the pre-show, which was um, it's it was so cool. So like, Mark Briscoe was just like, "Yeah, I'm I'm like all alone," and the Lucha Brothers were like, "Yo, we got your back, let's go." <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit, okay." Yeah, Pac's gonna get so cheap when he comes back. <laughs> Doesn't have oh, my God. Mark. <clears throat> Mark Briscoe versus Pac, though, is something that I am ready for. Kick, kicks more than Mark's teeth out. And then yeah, um, yes, Dustin Rhodes and Keith Lee versus Swerve and Barker Boudreaux. Fun yeah, match. This was fine. Yeah. Um, uh, Parker Boudreaux still um, not quite there, but I, I, again, I think you put him in a program with Keith Lee, Dustin Rose, and Swear Strickland, that's how you make a guy better. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah I do think he'll he'll improve from like the ring time he gets with them. Yeah. And then after this, we got the really, really cool thing of uh, like as they're wrapping up the show, Ricky Starks just surprising Jericho behind him. And just brawling into like onto the stage. Yeah. Which is interesting because that then opened Revolution, which was quite a nice little little bookend. Yeah. Was indeed. Yeah, right. Speaking of Revolution, we'll move well, we'll have a quick break and then we'll talk all about Revolution for the last for the rest of the show. Uh mm-hmm. so I got excited and nearly went straight in. I was like, Oh I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. Uh so we'll have some ghost. We'll have some flaming lips and we'll have some cranberries. And then we'll be back to talk all about revolution. Are you having trouble sleeping or always feel tired? It's time to try Recovery PM and see why thousands of customers keep coming back for more. Most over-the-counter sleep aids are just melatonin. The problem with that is, if you can't relax and fall asleep in the first place, that melatonin is going to make you irritable. Recovery PM is a professional blend of nine clinically proven natural sleep aids and tranquilizers plus magnesium, so you're going to relax and then experience deep sleep and wake up refreshed and ready to attack the day. Your whole life is affected by lack of sleep. Your work, your relationships, your mood, your performance, and guys, that includes in the bedroom. Did you know that lack of sleep reduces your testosterone by as much as aging 10 years? So upgrade to Recovery PM for 30 days and you'll be amazed how you feel. Thousands of people already have and over 85% of them come back for more. So now Jay, I know you have been taking Recovery PM for the past few weeks. Yeah, last uh, three weeks or so. How have you been finding it? Um, I'm honestly finding it really good. Um, I've noticed my sleep's a lot more regular, like a lot more regulated, I should say. Um, I'm not nowhere near as groggy when I wake up. And definitely less irritable. Definitely less irritable. Um, <laughs> I'm, again, it's it's benefiting me because I've started a new job and obviously my sleep has drastically changed. Um, Especially like you, I know without without giving too much away, you, you've been working from home, so you've been obviously you've been doing nothing that everyone who works at home does. Where they wake up like ten minutes before they went to start work. Yeah. So well, for you, for not, you being able to wake not up, not the full hour, mate. <laughs> so for you, like being able to wake up and feel sharp, like straight from the bath, yeah. is is really beneficial. Oh, it's awesome. I'm I'm not a morning person at all. I'm terrible at like 
when I wake up, I'm terrible at kind of like sort of motivating myself to do anything for the first like sort of 10, 15 minutes I'm awake. Yeah. I can tell it's definitely been working for you because the disco has been a lot quieter at night time with you not shit posting all the time. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, so if people want to follow in your footsteps, Jay, and they want to get hold of some of this Recovery PM and improve their sleep, how can they do it? Uh, go to recoverypm.com and use our code UWP, all in caps, uh, at the checkout for 15% off your order. Uh, you can also use that at legacysubs.com as well. Um, same code. And yeah, 15% off. It uh, really helps the podcast out. Uh, means we can do a lot more cooler stuff that we're kind of like looking at doing um, in the new year. And if you're wondering where Recovery PM comes from, it's... Um sort of spearheaded by Nick Aldis who is yeah. a high, high level professional athlete he knows exactly what he's talking about he's ran legacy subs for a number of years now he really he knows the game he knows what it's all about um, we yeah, had him on, the, on an interview as well and he kind of gave us a bit of a background on the company within the interview oh sweet so yeah go and check that out if you want to learn more and yeah get the best sleep of your life today at recoverypm.com yeah Okay, we're back. It's revolution time. We put this we put this off no longer. Um before we get into the specifics and the matches. I think this was I say this all the time, but I think this was possibly the best in ring action we've ever seen on AW in an AW pay per view. Uh, in uh, of, I think Full Gear was phenomenal though. There are there are two or there are three matches on this that I'm gonna be very hard pressed to not put in my match of the year. Yeah, same. Samesies. Um, um, one thing I especially liked, and we'll talk about these on an individual basis in a second, is it felt like a watershed moment here. This felt like all of the new talent going over. Yeah, yeah well, the um, <clears throat> the other thing as well was the only match where the, the only match where former WWE talent beat um, like homegrown AEW talent, so to speak, or like AW like from the beginning talent was the trios match. Yeah, which again was in was a less established team defeating a more established team. Mm-hmm. So even yeah. then it was it was promoting the future of it was, it was a team that definitely needed the fucking win mm-hmm. double. So it felt like it felt like a real moment where they I think they made a conscious decision to try and push the next sort of main I'm not saying like I'm not saying that the people who lost are like Past the past the moments, but like this felt like like when MGF won the title and we created this new main event scene, it feels like pushing more people up to that level. Yeah, yeah. Um, So we started out with Chris Jericho versus Ricky Starks, um, and again, um, I mean, the match was fine. It was really good. It was fun. Um, Starks hit a couple of great spears. Um, his his um, entrance gear was fucking obscene amounts of drip. Lovely, that uh, that vest he had, which was just like all the cutout panels in as he came yeah. down, was oh that was beautiful. Um, yeah, this is this is a massive win for Starks. Like um, beating Jericho on pay per view, clean. Yeah, I mean this is this is how you this is how you you, you build a guy up, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah completely. It was uh, so feel- enjoyable to watch as well. It really, it really like kicked kicked it into like full drive. Yeah. Full the full gear. Um, I didn't want to say that. Really kicked it into full revolution. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> really went all. Yeah, I, I feel like 
I, I don't really like the road we take to get to the matches, but whenever we get Ricky Starks and Jericho, it's always a fun match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just the Jericho verse feuds just drain me. I'm so glad that like, <clears throat> they didn't have a chance to like give Andretti and Sammy the time. Like, uh, yeah, they, 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 they just sort of happen, don't they? And then like they just like fuck off, and it's like, yeah. and then the camera's like back in the ring, and it's like, okay, this yeah. is fun. I'd even argue they didn't need to do that. No, they didn't at all. Like, I, it, I, I can understand why they did because it meant that like Jericho can hit, um, can hit Starks with Floyd, and then. Then that like leads to, and oh yeah, kicks out is... anyway. We didn't even kick out. He blocked. He blocked the no, judge. Oh, like, like his pose, wasn't it? With like his yeah, with like his hand, he just went fuck no, just like Mister Miyagi did, and was like fuck off, and then like yeah. <laughs> like, like Rochambeau, Jericho, and was like okay. After like kneeing the soul out of him for a few minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a fun finish. Um, I liked um. Jericho getting locked in a single leg crab by Starks is cool as well. Um, yeah, it really made um, the Rochambeau feel like an even bigger deal though, because Jericho tried so hard to like struggle out of it. Yeah, mm. yeah, but yeah. But it's it's a real show of faith in Ricky as well. Um, like a real, it, it sends a real message that he's he's going to be a top guy. Like the the building about now, this is this is his road back to the top. He's had his title match, and now he's fighting. Now he's, he's he's this has to be the end of this feud now. Oh, I, I feel like this feud was put in place to essentially like keep Ricky at the level he was after like the match with MJF. Yeah, mm-hmm. like has to be done. It. Mm. Yeah, please, please, let, down, please let this yeah. be it. Now, if Jericho comes out on fucking Wednesday and it's like Ricky Starks, I'm just going to turn the TV off. I I think that I think that Ricky is going to win the Casino Battle Royal double or nothing. Oh, okay. That feel, feels for me like the most logical thing they can do with him. I don't really see anyone they can put him in, into like a massive feud with. Mm. Feel like if he wins that, then it gives him another kind of like chance to like go after MJF, and they've already foreshadowed it with him winning the um, Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal. Yeah. Uh, right then, next up, Christian Cage versus Jungle Boy, Jack Perry, the final burial match. Yeah. Uh, now, to- Tony Schiavone tried to explain the rules to this on the kickoff show, and he fucking butchered it. It's basically a casket match. It's a casket match. Um, oh, should we, should we speak very briefly about the kickoff show? Because um, we haven't talked about that. Yeah. Before we get into this, so it was Mark Briscoe and the Lutros versus um, Varsity Athletes and Ari Dabari. It was a fine match. Um, that, that entrance they got was fantastic. Yeah, so the, the Lutros came out in San Francisco 49ers colours, which was really cool because um, they're really good friends. Well, Pent is really good friends with George Kittle, who's the Niners tight end. He does the set on me, though, when he scores touchdowns. Um, yeah, and that was really fun. I just wanted to talk about that because that, I really liked that. <laughs> the match was really fun. Uh, I Briscoe... had the last entrance. Mark, Sorry. Mark Stale, oh, yeah. Mark yeah. Mark's Dale is so good, isn't he? He's, yeah. fucking... He's so entertaining. Yeah, match is fun. Mark Briscoe won it with a froggy bow. Um which is which you'd love to see. And then he got he got like the big the big sort of yeah, the Mark Briscoe reaction, which he's gonna get for the rest of his career now, basically, isn't he? So Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's fine. Absolutely yeah. fine. And the next one, yeah, uh, final burial match. Um, Christine comes out in <laughs> what, what I assumed was his entrance gear, but then he just he wrestled in it, jobs. which is a sleeveless turtleneck. That that's like 
I said to you last night, that's like screams ultimate scumbag energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. But then he just wrestled the whole match in it, which was great. Um, yeah, it was a really, this is a really fun match. It was really aggressive. Um, I think um, Jack Perry did a really good job of like telling the story in this match, but like the whole how conflicted he felt. And like there was a moment, wasn't there, on the outside where he looked like he was going to sort of, you know, not not go quite go far enough and then he just started yeah. like gra- he just grabbed christian's head and started ramming into the steps like repeatedly and it's like oh no it's it's happening this is it like yeah was um, you know bad way didn't he across the bridge of his nose yeah yeah doing that and then um it was a lovely moment then christian like started running up the ramp to escape him and then i like, got half up the ramp and then realized that's where the grave was and like tried to like turn around yeah had to run away from his grave yeah, which was fantastic. Obviously, a lot of the um, a lot of the ending focused around um, the concerto, which oh. Jungle Boy famously couldn't do to Christian um, because he he wasn't sick enough. He wasn't Jungle uh, Man. No, I, I like I liked the bit where Christian opened the chair, opened the casket, and there were two chairs in there, like ready to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Prime um, scumbag. But then, yeah, <laughs> and then like I, I honestly thought the sun was going to get fucking like sliced open by that spade as well. Oh, it was scary, wasn't it? Yeah, that spade was yeah. flying. That spade was flying around. Um, and then yeah, um, Christian eventually got a concerto off Jungle Boy, and well, he snare trapped him first, didn't he? Then he snare trapped him with the with the handle <laughs> of the spade. Yeah, yeah, and then he concertoed him, and then dragged his like actual lifeless corpse into the um into the casket, kissed him. Like kissed him goodbye, basically. Like, get, like. Oh, it was so emotional. Gave him the last. Yeah, he, he, again, he sold it really well because he sold it like this was his mentor, this was his friend, and this is him like burying that part of his him, basically, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which was great. And he shut the shut the casket and it fell. Oh, <laughs> this was like visual, the smoke. visual moment of the night. Yeah, like a little puff of smoke when the casket just dropped, and like I hope Christian was knew that was going to happen. Oh, I hope oh, he yeah, was terrified. So, otherwise, it would be fuck. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but he, um, P- Perry, Jack Perry, did a really good job of like showing the emotion of the moment. So, like, this was him like saying yeah. goodbye to like someone who we considered like a father figure. Because a lot of this feud was centered around like Jack's obviously dad. yeah, Jack's dad. Like, there was, like I said, there was a really cool line in the build for this where Jack was like, "You keep talking about my dad. Well, you might just meet him." Which was weird. Like, <laughs> like it got really close to the bone, didn't it? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, re- I really enjoyed that. That was that was really good fun. Um, yeah. Good, good on them. Jungle Boy, give him, give him some belts now, please. Uh, give everyone all the belts. <laughs> everyone needs belts. Uh, more belts, please, Tony. Um, <laughs> next up, then, uh, trios titles: the Elite versus the House of Black. Ah, oh, this was so good. So we need to talk about Julia's entrance, um, attire, and Julia's attire in general, because this Jesus Christ, like Julia looking like the Babadook. <laughs> yeah, she she had like these big like long like. Claw gloves on, like and the House of Black. Look like, like a harpy. Yeah, and she had this hat on with like all these like tassel, like black like string tassels mm-hmm. coming down, like like. Oh, and was, she had a gold a... tear. It was like gold leaf makeup. Mm. Well, the House of Black had like gold like accents on all their face paint, didn't they? And like on their gear, yeah. um, which was great. Not yeah. that it was for, not that it was foreshadowing anything, obviously. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, yeah, and then basically Brody King got in the ring, and everyone got really badly hurt. <laughs> There was a real, there was a lot of really cool things in this match. So where like prior to Brody coming in, where like we had like Kenny and Buddy, and everyone was like, "Oh, fucking awesome!" And it felt like a big deal. And then we got Kenny and Malachi, and it 
felt like a huge deal. Yeah. Oh, I want that we to be need, a thing. We need that singles match to happen soon. Well, Kenny versus any member of the House of Black in the singles match really needs to happen sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wouldn't I would not be against this feud continuing at all. I'd be very happy oh, with it. Yeah, I said I wanted to run back. I told you we'll do a Dante's Inferno in Seven, nine. Nine, nine circles of how much? Yeah. Series, yeah. Just getting increasingly more violent. Ah, oh, so good. Yeah, I mean, there was like, I, I liked those a, a, a good bit at the start where like Matt tagged in and like Malachi was in the ring and Matt was like, no, 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 I want him and was putting up Brody. <laughs> yeah, like, and what then, the hell, Matt? And then Brody came in and just bodied him and it was like, oh, oh. right, okay. He tried to tag back out though to Nick and Nick was like, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was really good fun. Um, yeah, it was, just, it was just a really good match. Like, they, they did, again, as as the Young Bucks always do, like, they did really well with like the, the, the late, like, the last second, like, interruptions oh. on, fin- on on three counts and stuff, like, really close, like, two counts. Uh, yeah. It got murdered in that match, it's, like, a lot. This match kind of reminded me of, like, Malachi's debut against Cody, where he was just, like, really one-sided for, like, a really long period of the match. Yeah, but, but then it got the, to a point where... The I first, got, I, like, I, half of the match... Yeah, it was all House of Black. Yeah, cause a lot of it was Brody. Like everyone tagging in Brody. It was a bit of Brody. Just talking about everybody. Everyone like thinking, oh yeah, we're, we're gonna get a bit of an advantage back over on Brody, and Brody just made them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought the BT trigger on Malachi was was the finish. Like was when it, it yeah, so did I. I had the fear. And Buddy yeah. just, like teleported into the ring. And I was gonna. There's a guy on like that. So I rewatched it just before we uh, just before we like did this, and there was a guy on like the front row. It was just like, where did he come from? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a cool bit at the end. Julia got up on the rope on the ropes to try and distract Kenny when he was fighting Malachi. Oh my god! And then Kenny V triggered her <laughs> like accidentally. And then just wasn't asked. He, he, well, he V triggered, didn't he? And then she fell off. And then Kenny just like looked at her and was like, "Ah oh, well, she was on the rope. She was on the yeah. ring apron." <laughs> and like, yeah. and then turned around and Malachi just annihilated him. Well, what was really cool with that as well was like she landed in front of Brody and on BTE. I, I can't can't remember. You can see it on the pay per view, but on BT, you can see Brody looking down at Julia's like lifeless body in front of him, then looking up at Kenny like, "I'm gonna fucking end you." They all they all got in, didn't they? And like kept throwing the books out and just kept battering they, Kenny. Like they, they all got in and just murdered Kenny. Like mm. they did Dante Inferno pretty much instantly. Yeah, um, they, they, they hit they hit Kenny with the finisher, and then one of the books came in, and then they threw the books out, and then Brody dived on them. So and, then, and then Brody threw one of them, and then Brody threw Matt into the crowd. Yeah, I know. Um, there, there was that bit as well where, um, like a little earlier in the match, where Brody put like Kenny on the chair and then did the crossbody into the barricade, yeah. which was just like uh, horrific. As well, how quick? You no, know what really impressed me? How quick did Kenny get up after having that cannonball from Brody as well? Though, like he was like up straight away. I was like, have, have you seen the? the angle of it on BT from Cutler. Yeah. Where, like, he barely fucking moved. Oh, my God. Like, like... He, he literally, like, had to slide under Brody to, like, for Brody to miss it. Yeah. Like, like he barely, he moved, moved like, with about a second left. It was fucking insane. Jesus. But, yeah, uh, ended with Dante's Inferno on math. And, yeah. Well, it, it, it ended with Buddy rearranging Nick Jackson's face. After oh, that... Jesus Christ, that yeah. He was a war So yeah, Brody, uh, Buddy was sat down, wasn't he? Like, like dead, like the side of the ring. And then they went for the, uh, they went for the uh, melted driver on Malachi, 
And then as they, as Nick came off the ropes, like as he was doing his like his rotation, but he just got up and kneed him in the face. Because yeah. Kenny need Malachi after that, didn't he? No, um, Buddy need Nick, and then Malachi basically like wriggled out, hit a black mass, and ah um, uh, yeah, then Buddy and um Brody hit Dante's Inferno on and then Brody just like smothered Kenny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um yeah I, I i can't remember the last time i popped so much for someone winning a match as this oh, like yeah, it was it was so I much fun. I, I wasn't expecting i really thought the elite was gonna win i was fully i believed the house of black were winning this like and this is i me. wanted house of black to win but i i every time like because they were getting closer and closer i was like there's no way they're winning this um but yeah this this was out of faith I, I'm a believer of that was a block. I just <laughs> <laughs> the books were low. It's like the thing. Isn't yeah, it? <laughs> pretty much. Uh, but yeah, that was it was, it was like fucking, it is now though. It was like, an awesome since... match. It was yeah. It, it was so much fun. Uh, I'm I'm so glad the House of Black have some titles. And yeah, it was about time. That's one of the matches that I was talking about. That's gonna be a hard one to cut out for match of the year because it was just right. so frantic, wasn't it? it? Was there was so much going on. Uh, it was so yeah. there were so many moving parts and like you, you never knew where the, you, like the finish you never knew where the finish was going to come. It felt it felt like you know when you played the, the old wrestling games on on the on the N sixty four whatever and you had to like you had to make sure everyone was fucked before you tried to go for the pin. You had to like yeah you had to like secure the entire ring. <laughs> it was yeah. like it was really like one of them. It was great. Uh, next up, women's match: um, Jamie Hayter versus Soraya versus Ruby Soho. Yeah, Ruby Soho looked awesome. Like I loved I loved yeah. her, I loved their whole look and everything. Um, Jamie looked the best though in the pink hair i mean jamie jamie is just jamie is the best isn't she yeah she's just oh she's just special and saray is also there yeah yeah for um, someone who's like had like about three matches back after being retired for like ne- a severe neck injury um she took a hell of a lot of bumps on her fucking neck. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, the, I mean, the main thing I remember from this match is Sarah making a series of increasingly concerned noises about Saraya, like, getting dropped on her neck. It, was... it seems to be, like, AEW style, though. It's like, hey, you see that injury? What if we just, like, lol, did this? Like, well, Trent came back from next surgery and he did this. So what are you do? Kenny's got vertigo. How's about you take a million kicks to the face? <laughs> that, that was my fear during the House of Black match. Yeah. Oh, I mean, the... There's no fear about that. Brody King kicked Kenny so hard that he's going to think he's on Miss TV next week. What? I hate you. <laughs> he's going to just show up to Raw. <laughs> I mean, it, was, it was a really fun match. You see, Soraya took some big bumps um, and then Jimmy Hater stole the pin on Ruby Soho. Yeah. Kind of came out of nowhere, but yeah, it was... Uh, Had some it, really good outside of the ring match moments as well. Yeah. And then afterwards, uh, Tony Storm came in, and um, they started stomping on Hater. Britt Baker came in, um, and then that was it. Ruby Soho was kind of in between. She was just like looking on while I, like mum and dad were fighting, didn't she? Yeah, it felt like a divorce. Yeah. Uh, and then she threw um, Soraya and Tony out the ring, but then she turned on Britt and Hater and decked them, and then joined with Soraya and Tony, and they all spray painted big L's on. Yeah, Britain, Jamie. Except Ruby shows her also do it. Yeah, Ruby, Ruby. Obviously, Ruby knows how to handle a kind of spray paint. Look at her; she looks like she's <laughs> she looks like she's been tagging for years. Um, it's like she made a spray paint. Yeah, 
so yeah, fun. And I'm, I'm I think Ruby as a heel is probably the way to go with this. A hundred percent. Yeah. Wasn't really working as a face, was it? No. Uh, right, moving on. Hangman Paul versus Willow. Hangman. Uh, I mean, Paul. What's Willow going to do? Like, Willow, thanks, Ruby. Willow's crying. <laughs> um, yeah, on, on to murder time. Hangman v Mox, Texas Deathmatch, the match that made some people allegedly stop watching the pay-per-view because it had a little bit of blood in it. And Ooh, a fork. That's... And a fork. And a fork. Mox, what are you expecting? Exactly. It, you mean, you, you, you hire John Mox to do a deathmatch. What, what the fuck do you think is going to happen? If he can't use tubes, he's going to use a fork. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it started with, as soon as Mox went the crowd, Hangman just blew him up on the outside. Hangman's entrance was amazing, by the way. He came out to Rider in the Sky by the Outlaws, which was a, a special oh, one-off. Oh, it was amazing. His fit was legit. He had um, rhinestone tassels on his, on like, black leather pants. And a leather jacket. Mm. I am waiting for the day the Hangman comes out and he's sung to the ring by Orville Peck. That is what I am waiting for. <laughs> but yeah, this was this was just a insane match. Um I mean, I'm, I'm trying to even think about how to how to summarize it. I mean, both guys bled buckets. Um, at one American point, History X. That's how we summarize it. <laughs> at one point, Moxie just had bricks. Yeah, in the curves, bricks. He curves on hang around to bricks. And then the crowd lost their shit. Yeah, started singing Seth Rollins' theme, <laughs> which was brilliant. Um, yeah, this was this was just insane. Um, Hangman would not stay down. Like it was a barbed wire chair. Oh, Hangman got put in a Boston crab in a one leg crab on top of a barbed wire chair. Murder chair. Murder chair. Not murder chair. Murder chair junior. Murder chair junior. Murder chair isn't real. Um, Hangman literally went head first into that barbed wire chair as well and left the blood. Uh, like a, left like a, a blood stain, stain on, on the fucking <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um, there was one point where Mox had the barbed wire and Hangman's back and was just like scraping it up and down his back. Oh yeah, the, what bit, about the uh, bit where he, um, he wrapped it round himself to do the moonsault? Oh yeah, the Arikara moonsault. Yeah, into, uh, into the barbed wire board and like had an existential crisis. He really did, didn't he? Right. Yeah, there, there were there were barbed wire boards. <laughs> He's just like frozen. He's like, ah, yeah. Um, yeah. Ha- Mox tried to choke Hangman up multiple times. Oh. Um, those lariats Mox was giving him was insane as well. Yeah, both guys, Lariats. Yeah. Um, uh, Hangman ended up just twatting Mox in the face with a brick. Yeah. And and I mean, then... part, part of me would have been really happy if the finish was just, like, Hangman leathers Mox with a brick, and that's it. He just, go, <laughs> he just goes down. Yeah. Um, if you want to keep someone looking strong, yeah, beat them up with a brick. And then... then... That was that wasn't the finish. The finish was so early, early like a few minutes before that. Moxie, like he had, the, he was trying to use a chain, wasn't he, to like choke out Hangman, like wrapping it around his arm to like try and choke him with it. Yeah. And he wrapped it like around himself to like sort of like a keep, fool. Yeah, well, he was trying to keep hold of it, wasn't he? He was like going to use it later, but then um, Hangman hit a buckshot, and then like using that momentum, he threw Mox over the top rope and like literally hung him by the neck Chris by the Satan chain. Style. And yeah, um, Moxie taps out. It's the first time Mox, Mox has. The first time Moxie submitted in nearly ten years. Yeah. Fucking wild. <laughs> last, the last time, the last time was against Seth Rollins in October 2013. Oh my god! Really? Yeah. What a yeah. huge moment, Moxie! It wasn't like he he passed out. He clean tapped. 
Yeah, he did tap. Yeah. I mean, he yeah, was he being did. he was being literally hung. But, but, you know. Chris Saban didn't tap. No, Chris Saban yeah. died. The absolute concern that Rene probably was doing backstage with that, though. <laughs> yeah, that's when that's when Bree was just like, "Oh no, it's fine. Don't watch the match. Just let's let's just play with the kids. It's fine." Yeah, yeah. Just keep the kids busy. Yeah. Don't let, seem, them, like, don't, let them, don't, let, don't let them see Daddy like this. Yeah. But yeah, this was this was everything I think it promised um, to be in the build-up. This was this was arguably the best built match on the card. Yeah. Oh, felt, it was arguably the biggest match on the card um, because of like, the promos. I think and, it felt bigger than the main event. And holy hell, this was this was everything I wanted it to be. And yeah, these guys these guys had left everything out there for this match. This was exceptional. Yeah. I think I think I'd like to see it later on down the line again. Like if if either of them end up champion again, I'd like the other one to take it off them. Mm. I think yeah, I think you can come back to this. I think I think this is settled now. I think for now this is settled, but I think they're always going to have that little that little bit of recognition, even a bit of like mutual respect here now maybe can come from this. Mhm. Mhm. But there's always going to be that little bit of animosity. Like they're always going to be, they're always going to be like the two, the two like alpha males that like sort of can't quite coexist. Yeah, I'm not too sure because obviously we've got Claudio and Yuta feuding with the Dark Order, mm. which means Hangman's going to eventually. That's what I feel like they will. I think so too. God, Evil Unigas bleeding again. I don't think I'm ready for that. Because like because like you could even have Mox fuming that like he was tapped. They tapped. Mm. I'm not Mox ready for I'm, I'm, I'm not ready that. for beautiful Alex Silver to get all covered in blood. I am. <laughs> I know you are, but you know. <laughs> yeah, next up then we had Samojo versus Wardlow, which kind of felt like it was getting sent out to die after the Oh, um... this poor, poor match. I mean it, to be fair, the fans were still really up for it. They were loud as hell for Joe and Wardlow, um, which was fine. Yeah, it, it was, it was fine. It yeah. was not, un, not different from the previous. Wardlow, I mean, Wardlow got, to show, Wardlow got to show his stuff, didn't he? Which was nice. Um, mm. He choked Joe out with a rear naked choke as well, which was great. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, and yeah, War Daddy is choke me, War Daddy. Yeah, he's, I mean, what War Daddy does in his personal time. <laughs> he's the, he's the TNT champion for three days. He didn't do the Batista yeah. thing though. Did he the shit us? No. So Hobbs is going to end them. I hope they pull them on AMBT for that <laughs> like at some point. Uh, right, tag team action. Um, the Guns versus The Acclaimed versus Dan House and OC versus Triple J. Uh, can we talk very briefly about the fucking fit of Satnam Singh? Oh, oh, they looked look great, great, didn't they? Oh, him and Sanjay were fucking styling. It was incredible. So were um, Orange Housen though as well. Oh, the, the 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 matching black denim and sunglasses was a was a thing, wasn't it? That, it was that, so good. That made me feel things. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, Dan Housen looks like something out of demonic Top Gun. It's great. Very evil. Very whatever. <laughs> um, apparently, so they said like obviously they have this thing, don't they? Where um, the Acclaim have to come out last because they're going to do the rap. Um. But they, the guns apparently wanted to come out first because they want because they, they, I like this idea. Like the guns are like basically egomaniacs, aren't they? They're so vain. They want like they want everything to be about them, which is really cool. Their 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 fit was ridiculous. As well, they had their chat like yeah. um, Colton's chaps were ridiculous. So good. 
Yeah. They were out they were out hangman in hangman, almost. Yeah. Everybody looked like they were low key dressing as hangman this this it's <laughs> nice. Even Jungle Boy. Yeah. Um, an homage to Shawn Michaels, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it? Yeah, from uh, SummerSlam 2002. Oh, right, okay. Like, Shawn Michaels has come that much. Yeah, match was really fun. Um, highlight for me was Dan Housen punching a giant Indian man on the groin. Yeah. That that um, orange punch that Orange did on Satnam was fucking insane. As well. <laughs> he had to, like, jump, like, his entire body height to hit him in the face. Yeah. Um, yeah, this this was fine. I feel like the crowd was still struggling a little bit to. Yeah, I mean, I feel like at this at this point, everyone just wanted the main event, didn't they? Like, um, yeah. But like yeah. Wardlow and Joe in this, as much as I enjoyed them, they both felt a bit like. Filler. I mean, this sort of filled the sort of Sting Derby. Here's just a bit of unsophisticated fuckery to have as like a bit of filler before the main event. Yeah, sort of spot, which which it did fine. Um, yeah, the guns won with the finisher, which is called three ten to Yuma. I, again, I just hope all their moves are not named after westerns. Yeah, I want I want them to hit for a few dollars more on somebody <laughs> and the tombstone. Well, that's already taken. Um, but hey, dirty Harry, the dirty Harry. That's eh, that's not really a western. Mm. It's more of a, but yeah, whatever. It's fine. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it, this is fun. Uh, but then the big thing afterwards, uh, the guns in the ring celebrating the, the best. Uh, Austin says, I've got one question. Who's an ass boy now? Colton says they're the best tag team in the world. FDR's music played. Sarah got so excited. She like legit, she slapped my arm so hard. It legitimately hurt. Oh my God. And it felt like, <laughs> it, it felt almost fake because they didn't come out straight away. No, they didn't have ages, did they? Yeah, I thought it was a fake out. Uh, FDR came out uh, bald and her. Her hair looked jacked. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, I, f- I feel his like hand Bob... was wrapped. He was, he was like taping his wrist, wasn't he? Like as he came down to the ring, like taping his hand. Um, they yeah. were wearing their new t-shirts, which if you look on shopaw.com, they're called Live in Color. Living oh, Color. <laughs> oh no! Oh, no! Let's go! No! Um, and then they gave um, Austin what Excalibur called the Shatter Machine. Excuse me. What the fuck? It's a big rig. Come on, Excalibur. Um, and they also didn't call the Power Driver the Mindbreaker either. So I don't know what the fuck's going on. But hey. Um, but yeah, they're back. FDR are back. They're obviously going to be taking them to the belts off the guns at some point, aren't they? Probably double or nothing. Yeah, think. that makes sense. Right, main event time. MJF versus Debray. Um, MGS entrance first. Let's talk about that. Fuck me. Yeah, that was incredible. Yes, it was. Imagine, imagine being the guy who made because MGS <laughs> music is royalty free. It's just off the internet, isn't it? Imagine being the guy who made that, and here's all of a sudden an orchestra playing it for you, playing your music on a fucking wrestling pay pay per view. It was incredible. I want it to be on the um, no, on the symphonic. Oh, the yeah. Symphonic AEW thing. That's what I want. MGF came out white gear, the his white devil mask that he wore when he won the Battle Royal. He had the weirdest hat here. Yeah. But it was it was phenomenal. It. Um, and yeah, yeah, 60 minute Ironman match. We, I mean, we don't have a lot of time left. We can't rip, hope to talk about all of it. Um, Danielson got the first foot. I was going to say, you could do it justice anyway. 
No, no, this no, match no. was this match was legitimately phenomenal. Like one of the best matches yeah. I think I've ever seen on AWP. If anyone has any doubt that MJF is not a great wrestler, then you know here's your. You're here's wrong. your this is going to prove you wrong, and this is also proof that we really need to appreciate as much of Brian Danielson as we can while we can, because he's not uh. going to be around for much longer, and he is a generational talent. He is a once in a lifetime wrestler. They've got to put a belt on him. I don't know whether it's going to be in Ring of Honor or AEW, but they've got to put a belt on him. Mm, I think they'll give him a Ring of Honor sh- shot. I'll give him another Ring of Honor right in before... Um, Me too. Before. You, you can dethrone Eddie. It's fine. Oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he won the AEW title somewhere down the line. And he's still, he's still got like at least a year on his AEW deal, hasn't he? True, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, so MJF... Goes Daniels wins the first fall with a knee, then MGF uh, gets himself DQ'd with a low blow for another fall, but then pins Danielson twice off that to take the two two, which I thought was I really, really. Yeah, I really like the fact that they didn't have any kind of like respite between falls. That's one one thing like um like when previously WWE have done them where they've been like oh yeah it's it you you've got like a. 20 second grace period between falls. Mm. Here he it's like, all right. the AEW, didn't he, with the two or three falls matches? Yeah. Here it's like, okay, you hit someone with a chair. All right, you're losing a fall for a DQ, but you could then maybe pin them twice. I mean, that's what MJF did. He he literally pinned them yeah. twice. I, I think it raised the stakes as well in a match like an Ironman match, like a lot more than they could have done for any other match, really. Oh, yeah, yeah. totally. Uh, then MJF went 3 2 up with a heat seeker. That was a grotty heat together. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, in, in between these, he, he elbowed, dropped Danielson through a table. Yeah. On the outside of the time, through the kind of timekeeper's table, uh, nearly got the count out. He also tombstoned uh, Brian through the, like, remnants of the table. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. A running a running tombstone. Yeah. Um, uh, but then, yeah, Danielson evened it up with an STS, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Regal stretch. Well, yeah, it's like more like a regal stretch, wasn't it? Yeah, like a little homage to regal. It, it was a regal stretch. Yeah. Uh, and um, then and then towards the end, it was really cool. So um, MGF was in the LaBelle lock, but because he was like so <clears> covered <throat> in blood, he kept like sliding out. Yeah. That's slippy. Yeah. Which was awesome. And then it got to the end. It got to 3-3. Uh, obviously, they said MJF retained because it was a draw. The last two minutes of this match was so frantic as well. <laughs> yeah, well, the last like forty seconds was just MJF frantically trying to survive the label lock. No, it was a single leg crab. A single leg crab. Sorry. Oh yeah, because he had the yeah he, he did his knee, didn't he? Yeah. On one of the, on one of the top right moves. Um. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, Tony Schiavone got um got a message from Tony Khan in his ear. Came down to the ring, announced sudden death, one more fall. Um, and then it looked like I thought that was going to be it as soon as um, as soon as Danielson had him hit the the, the psycho knee. Um, yeah. It's I thought I for just a split second I thought that was it. I was like, oh my god, they're going to do it. They're, they're actually going to do it. The mad bastards. Because uh, because uh, just before that, um, MGF had the belt, and Bryce was like, go on then, hit him with the belt. I'll just DQ you and he'll win it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love I love the level of like not ass the refs are now when it comes to MJF. Like, like whatever. He's like, if you hit him, it's a DQ and he wins because it's not a normal match, you dickhead. It's like Yeah. Um yeah, it was great. Um <clears throat> there was the bit where 
MJF then put the belt down, put the dynamite diamond on, and Danielson got him in the label lock. And Bryce, like, as MJF's in the label lock, Bryce notices the dynamite diamond on his hand. Yeah, well, Bryce is checking his hand to see if he's tapping, then he's like, whoa, what the fuck's that? Yeah, I, I plucked <laughs> it off his finger. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a really, really clever bit then where MJF, um, he got a rope break while he was in a um, single leg. And after he grabbed the rope, he tapped. So Danielson broke the hold. Mm. He rolls out the ring. Bryce is like informing Danielson that what happened because Danielson thinks he's won. MJF whacks him in the face with the oxygen tank that he was getting given during like the, break. the sort of like the ruckus between the end of the match and um, Tony saying about uh, sudden death. And then locks, locks Danielson in the label lock like an absolute bastard. Oh, um, and Danielson taps. Yeah, well, Danielson got like, looked like he was going to pass out, held on, and then realised he couldn't he couldn't get out of it, so just tapped out. Yeah, he couldn't move. Uh, yeah, and so first things first, this obviously this match was incredible. It did not feel like a 70-minute match. It flew by. No. I remember, I remember no. seeing the I remember seeing the clock and it being like, half an hour had gone and I was like what the fuck (laughs) it just absolutely sailed by it was it was incredible it was absolutely incredible it was one of the best matches I've seen in a long 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 time it was very good Uh, right just quickly before we wrap it up then do you guys want to everyone want to give a score of 10 for the whole show yeah Um, an 8 I'd go 8 I think 8's fair Uh I'd go eight also. I yeah. think there was three absolutely phenomenal matches on the card. Yeah. In Texas Death Match, the Trios title and the Iron Man match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And everything uh, else was, was solid to, to good. Yeah. yeah. Everything else was fine. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. That'll probably wrap us up then. Um, we'll probably have to leave it I there. Think, I think fan- my... Um, uh, no, final thought. Um, they should have put Jade on there. Like oh, one women's yeah, match yeah. was not enough. Um, I saw something about that today on Cultural. That's why they didn't. Um, but basically, they thought that the that Chris Statlander was going to be back for it, so they didn't. They didn't plan anything else like as a backup plan. Oh, that's bullshit. I mean, like it's obviously true, but like it just it's just stupid. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, but um, I mean, I'm guessing they probably thought they could have got away with doing a late, a late fitness test for her, and mm-hmm. fortunately, she wasn't med- medically cleared. So they're gonna, they're gonna like go back in, back into it. But yeah, I agree. Jay should have had a match on there. Yeah, um, it would have been nice. But at the same time, I actually thought like really like the pace in this pay per view didn't yeah. feel like it, it like, was it was very well paced. I mean, you you could have, for example, cut. Joby Wardlow and put up Jade on there if you really wanted to. Oh yeah, of course. I'm um, I'm, just, I'm just thinking more like the amount of matches, like yeah, eight, including the pre-show. It was under four hours, and one of the matches was um was an hour long. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that was pretty awesome. Uh, right, okay, then we're gonna leave it there. Um, we'll be back later in the week for some to talk some TNT Extreme uh, with yes. Faye, Jay, and we'll have DJ King on as well, the man behind the microphone uh yeah so join us for that and join us next week and we'll talk more wrestling uh yeah see you next week everyone goodbye bye, bye.
Hello, yes, Danhausen here. Danhausen has been summoned. You must love this podcast, Housen, the Untitled Wrestling Podcast, Housen. (laughs) 